0: Welcome to Posting Black. My name is David Hunter Jr. And today's episode, we are so happy to have Ashley Liggins. How you doing, Miss Lady? I'm lovely.
1: I'm lovely. doing a
0: lot. Happy to be here. That's good. That's good. Now, before we always start our show, we like to just do a little icebreak. All right. Ease on into a little bit. All right. The question that has been going on for a while might have been been answered already, but the question is Mm -hmm. Popeyes or Chick fil A? Uh oh. Uh oh. (laughs) Have you had. Um, Have you had.
1: I have not had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay. The reason being is it just got too crazy. It was just too hyped. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. The I line mean. is always long. I'm just not pressed. But, I mean, Popeye's does have good chicken. But I used to work at a Chick-fil-A. And okay. I'm, I'm very partial to Chick-fil-A. Okay.
0: Loyal to the soil.
1: I am. Right. You know, they do, good, they do good business. I like their food. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know which one is better because I haven't had the sandwich. Yeah. But I would say Popeye's, I'm sure, has a little more...
0: A little bit more spice, a little, little more, spice. more flavor. I'm okay, sure. well, we you know mm-hmm. we're not promoting nothing out here on, our, <laughs> on posting black or anything, but you know, I just went to a spot recently here okay. in LA, mm. Howland Rays, Love. and I'm talking about L A W D exclamatory mm. sentence, y'all. Howland Rays, it's like over a two hour wait. I don't wait, I don't wait. Okay, but that right there was, was this is
1: a chicken place, a
0: chicken place, all right, crazy. The sandwiches was. Mm-hmm. Slam it! All slam, right, slam, here slam. we go. Well, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you. So this is posting black here mm-hmm. to highlight people, black excellence behind the lens. Um, tell the people a little bit about yourself and share with us uh, how how you got into what you're doing here in the industry.
1: Well, um, how I got into the industry is for my illustrious Hampton University network. Uh oh. Uh oh.
0: in the building. We
1: out here. You know. So, Graduated 2015. I had a professor who was like, hey, you know, somebody working on Team Mom. They're Mm -hmm. looking for people like, let me know if you're interested. Send my resume, did an interview, got the job. And I had about two weeks to move to New York. Wow. From Virginia right after I graduated. Wow. Um, And so that was post-production. I was a transcriber overnight, 9 p.m. to 5 a.m., uh, it was rough. It was yeah. rough. And, you know, especially being in New York, I didn't know anybody. I'm getting on a train at 5, mm-hmm. 6 in the morning. Because where work. are you from? Originally? I'm originally from Michigan.
0: Okay. So yeah. was that a big switch? Like you're in Virginia and now you're going all the way up to New York.
1: It was ridiculously different. It was so crazy, especially working overnight. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I, I wasn't kicking nobody. and on no friends. I was by myself. I didn't have any family out there. But I went to work and went home. And yeah. I, I figured it out. Um, and then it just so happened that my professor who preferred me to it, referred me to it um her nephew worked there really so that ended up being one of my friends okay Mm -hmm. and that
0: made things a little bit easier it made made it much easier easier. okay how long were you out in new york
1: shoot four years i 2015 to 2019
0: okay yep and what was the experience like working there because you go in kind of you know that's the first gig right out of college it's green you're talking about not knowing anybody Mm -hmm. then you're in new york like all these factors that can, that can be kind of heavy. So how yeah. was it adjusting to the, to the schedule and the work schedule and everything?
1: It was very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like When I tell you, I would come home. I would get home maybe 6 in the morning. And I could probably sleep all day. Wow. You know, I just wasn't used to it. I could literally sleep all day. I would get up at 5 p.m., mm-hmm. make me something to eat. And then yeah. I'd be on a train by... Eight because it took me like an hour to get to work.
0: Okay. What part of town? What part of town in New York were you staying in?
1: I was living in Brownsville, Brownsville. New Lots. Last stop on the three train. Ah. Okay. Um, okay. And I didn't know. Apparently that's the higgity hood. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay. But it was a good price. The landlord was nice. Yeah. And because
0: you like, didn't really get a chance to just adjust, it was like quick. I'll be there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, now, what was your job situation like? What What was your title? What were okay. some of the things you're doing? Because overnight, woo, it was that's hot. a lot.
1: Um, so, basically, I was a transcriber, meaning you go in, you watch the footage, and you type every single word they say. My goodness. That was my first job. Um, so, you know, you would go through, kind of log different spots mm-hmm. in Avid just to say, like, okay, this is where I started, this is where I stopped. Right. But then you would have to type in everybody's name, the time codes. And they gave you, like, different prompts on how they want you to do it because every company does it a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would get your assignment, and you got to finish it. Really? So, if I didn't get done by 5 a.m., I was working.
0: You were staying there a little bit longer.
1: I was staying a little longer. How
0: often did that happen?
1: Uh, In the beginning, it happened a lot. I was knocked out at work. (laughs) Me and Will, Will was my professor's Mm -hmm. uh, nephew. We was knocked out. We'd be in there asleep. Yeah. Um, But once you get the hang of it, I would leave early. I was leaving early after a while because you would get used to how to write it and what these people say. And there's some stuff that you can jump over. Like You don't need every and and but. You know. Um, you
0: figure that out at the yeah, yeah
1: exactly yeah. Okay. so it got to be easier and I have some tips from like you know another girl who was there for a very long time she mm-hmm. would come in and work like four hours wow and be out okay so you know after That's, a while you you do what you get used to it you get it done
0: yeah you get it done I you like that I like that now you know we're talking about Hampton University preparing you you know yes. a lot of times people talk about the training or some people have schooling mm-hmm. how, how was it like preparing did you always know this was something you wanted to do even before you went to college or was it something that you fell into being at Hampton? Okay. What what led you to kind of make this dive? Like, you know what, I really like this part of the industry a fast, mm-hmm. you know, this this skill. what made yeah. you choose that path?
1: Well, I went to Hampton as a public relations major. Okay. Um I always love TV. I can watch TV all day. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know what that looked like what that really meant and Hampton's program was more so based based on news. Mm-hmm. So I did all the news stuff. I directed the newscast but I was like I just want to do different content so I took a couple of film classes. We had like two. Yeah. Two, both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was in too. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. I took both and I was just like, well, um, you know, once I got that job, then I could kind of see what it meant, because I didn't know. I didn't know what post-production was. I didn't know the difference between scripted and unscripted. I didn't understand the difference right. so once I started working is when I learned it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, of course, you have the skills of being on time and what to where to work and how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I got those type of skills, but it's some stuff, college just no it, matter what does not no teach matter you, what, yeah, that's especially about television and film, you, yeah. you, you just can't.
0: So to some people that may say, you know, we went to HBCUs and sometimes they say, oh, HBCU, you know, the way, way they teach may be different from a, mm-hmm. a PWI. Yeah. It had nothing to do with that. It was just more so about, you know what, this is a life set life skill that I'm going to learn on the job, on the job experience, so Basically. you can't, can't learn it in the classroom, right?
1: Um, there's some schools where you can learn certain things in the classroom. Right. Okay. I wouldn't say doing a post production job is one of those things. Okay, you can learn how to edit and all that, but you can't learn how they're going to want you to do it. And they don't necessarily. We learn Final Cut Pro. Every job mm-hmm. had avid. Huh. Every job was avid. You know what? So switch. Yeah, Just like that. exactly. Yeah. So it's stuff that you're not going to know because you don't necessarily know the industry standards. You don't know what mm-hmm. they're going to do in New York versus California versus right. Atlanta. Um, so there was just certain stuff. Yeah, it's certain stuff you can't learn in the classroom. Although there are some PWIs who have a few advantages. A little
0: bit, yeah, a little bit more cash flow coming in. You know, we're yes. fortunate at Hampton, we have had some money in an endowment, but obviously, you know, yeah. you know, compete with USC or something like that. Right. A little bit more money. It's, more, it's money. more
1: money. It's more, um, connections. It's more yeah. stuff that I learned three years after college that I see interns doing, right. and I'm like, How
0: how, yeah, you're playing catch up a little bit, right. but you're saving face, you're just kind of moving them mm-hmm. off, you know, oh, I okay, it yeah, everyone. sure, oh, okay. Yeah. But,
1: you know, I would have loved to have done certain jobs.
0: Gotcha. You. So, you talk about having some of the relationships or something like that. Your teacher kind of steered, your professor steered yeah. you to They were professional in the industry working, or they just had a connection, and they knew they want to send you that way. How, how did that go about?
1: So, she, in particular, uh... Professor Vandora. Shout out, shout her out, you know, Hampton. What up? Um, she, uh, yes, yeah, she worked in the industry. She had like a really big. Um Documentary on PBS, she's done some things in the industry. Mm-hmm. But this in particular, this girl Brittany, who I did the interview with, went to Hampton. Oh wow. And she was a producer on Team. mom See? And so she just acts like any Hamptonians needed. And I don't know how many people applied. I don't know what the deal was, but all I know is I got the job.
0: That is fire. So. Now having somebody someone like that over top of you to kind of give you know guide you along. Were there any things that she kind of you know gave you a little heads up on, or were you able to lean on that a little bit? Not to put her out there or under the bus, but it's one of those things you get in the door. Sometimes it's like mm-hmm. you always learn on your own. Right. You know, especially being a young, young black woman, you know, was there anybody else that looked like you besides besides uh, Tiffany? You said her name was uh, uh, Brittany. Sorry. Brittany, yeah, Brittany. Besides Brittany, was there anybody else there? Where you're like, okay, maybe I can lean on them when things get you know, yeah. tough.
1: Yeah. Um, so this one was a little different mm-hmm. because of the show. I mean, it's a huge show, but right. the post production house was very small. There was mm-hmm. three producers and there was three transcribers, and we did not work at the same time. Wow. So they would get off at seven, and we were coming at nine. And we all use the same computers. Wow! So I never even worked with her. Wow! Never worked with her. I seen her maybe twice. Hey, let's get lunch. Whatever, mm-hmm. didn't happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah you know, you sure. know, whatever. I was happy to have a job, right. but uh, that was about. It. it wasn't a lot of people there. It wasn't a lot of guidance. Granted, like. If I didn't finish something, she email me and be like, "Look, you actually got to finish yeah. this amount," and yeah. it would be that kind of heads up. But we never got to really work directly just because okay. it was sometimes. Super so small. that that
0: part right there is just good enough. Exactly. You know, at least exactly. let let you know, hey, you went in, here, just you know, heads up, want to do this a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. now you're in New York. You didn't you didn't stay particularly long. You're saying at this job, what was the transition like for you? Was it just the workload? Was mm-hmm. it the schedule, or did you find a better opportunity?
1: Uh, all of the above. I kind of well, basically, I'm sure as you know, when you work in television, your contract jobs. So yes. I went out there for a three month job. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm in the industry. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be originally three months, and then um, she'd email me, we think we're gonna renew, but we're not sure. Look for jobs just yes. in case. Yeah. So I look for jobs, look for jobs. I got renewed once, mm-hmm. and then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just look for something that's a little more permanent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I actually. Found it on Craigslist. Wow. Another job um, working as quality control. And literally, I watch movies and TVs all day. Yeah. And you would kind of go through, make sure there was no glitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, explain
0: to the people quality control. Because right yeah. now, this may be a platform where somebody's looking at this and wants to get into post-production. Oh, yeah. That's true. And what you're doing, but they don't necessarily know that's true so you know tell the people what's quality control we'll be done. Um,
1: quality control basically I did it for Comcast On Demand that mm-hmm. kind of stuff um, and so you it's basically where you go through and just make sure there's no glitches mm-hmm. in what you're watching to make sure like certain things they'll give you things to look for like mm-hmm. we need this type of. they call it metadata mm-hmm. and so if the numbers are off then that means it's gonna play wrong Okay. If the size is off, it's going to play wrong.
0: Like it's just going to be too wide for the screen right. and the formatting. Right. Or just like a glitch and somebody like whatever the sound or yes. is off. You're looking for everything. You're
1: looking for all that. Wow. Um, and so it, it depends on the, some of the stuff. You know, you would look in the beginning, the middle, and end. And you have to watch like two minutes to 30 seconds. Just depending on how long it was. Mm-mm. And there was some where if you caught something, you have to watch it long enough to figure out the differences. Okay. So there would be some stuff like, oh, this part of the thing played twice like the exact same piece would play twice wow and nobody caught it so that's our job to you're, you're like, like the, that. you're
0: the filter at the yeah. end you can't get past you
1: basically gotcha so you would fill out the reports if everything was good you know you pass it into your boss if it wasn't you would go to this other department mm-hmm. these are the glitches and then they would let you know when it was okay to like review again to make sure okay. it was right
0: that's a heavy job did you feel any pressure from that because you know you're like oh man everybody's depending on me if something yeah, you slides and gets past they like Yo, you, you didn't right, see that
1: right we uh, gotta go
0: back and check over top of you like I been? guess
1: now that you say that, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it was kind of a big deal. But when we were there, my boss was really cool. Um, and actually, I worked with a good amount of black people in that job. That's awesome. It was that's a good amount. one of the girls that I'm still really good friends with to this day. I met her there, mm-hmm. um, but it, they were very cool. They were very nice. They explained like, this is what you do. And mm-hmm. they were one of the few places that's like, this is not the end of the world. You know, yeah. people work in TV be like, oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're changing lives. Right, right. You're not. Yeah. You know, that's just the yeah. you know the nature of TV. So they were very nice. They were very cool. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. Um, and we just got it done. It, it was not super stressful. It wasn't. Okay. It, was, it was good. Um, so bringing
0: it up to current day yeah. in New York. Yeah. Now we are here in Los Angeles, yes. California, West Coast. Yes. You know what I mean? How did, you, how did you come out here? What brought you out here? And obviously, you, you, you're kind of new to LA. Yes. So talk about that transition.
1: So I had done... Post production, basically from 2015 to 2017, basically two to three years, mm-hmm. you know, okay. in New York. And my biggest show was First 48, did that for almost two years. Man, um, you did a
0: great job of whatever you were doing. On that appreciate show, it. The would be up on, I'm telling you, I'm watching that thing left and right, like Cincinnati, Ohio. Man, it's crazy out there from what I saw just on that show.
1: It, it is, it <laughs> is.
0: I love you, Cincy. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all.
1: And um, I did that for a while, and I was just kind of like, I want to try scripted. Okay. I want to try something different. I want to see what I can do. Um, And somebody connected me with somebody from Power and never got the job. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just kind of kept in contact with them and other people and I ended up getting on uh, When They See Us. Okay. As a production assistant. So mind you, I had been working in uh, Mm post-production in reality for like two and a half, three years. Right. As a producer, associate producer. Yeah. So I went back down to a PA to get into scripted.
0: Hey, but here's the uh, thing. You just say, you know, I didn't get on power, but I got on when they see it. Okay, that's not a bad, you know, it ain't a, mean, a bad flex. it ain't a bad flex at all.
1: So talk. that so I did that, and I did a couple other scripted shows. Um, in my last scripted show, I'm, uh, I was on kind of like the writer's team. I was mm-hmm. a script coordinator, and I met a lot of those people who come from California. Right. And so mm-hmm. I told this guy, oh, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. I need to do this job, but it, they're only in LA. Right. Development, writing, mm-hmm. all that stuff is only in LA.
0: Okay. So gotcha.
1: He sent me a few jobs. I applied. I got it.
0: Got it. Okay. So yeah. what are you doing right now? What are you doing right
1: now? So right now NBC. I'm working um, at Chris Morgan Productions. Chris okay. Morgan is a guy who does Fast and Furious. Yeah. And so and he did uh, Hobbs and Shaw. That was his baby. Okay. And um, so I am basically an assistant at the company. Yeah. Um, it's a development company. We read scripts. We set up pitch meetings, and mm-hmm. we have a deal with Sony and NBC. Wow. So we kind of set up those meetings when they're okay. going out to meet with them, and you know, whatever was read, they'll be like, oh, hey, we love this, we Mm -hmm. want to pitch it, we want to buy it, that kind of stuff. And so that's what I do now.
0: So that's pretty amazing. You're talking about a transition from being in Hampton, you know, Mm -hmm. going going to New York, having that team mom, having that aspect, working overnight and just making some connections, being on when they see us. And now Mm -hmm. you're in LA, starting with a development company who's doing some pretty big things, things. you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. what is your end goal? Because obviously you're starting in post, somebody looking at this may say, well, i don't want to get into it but it, do you feel like it's a way to get your foot in the door kind of find out your way or now you know all facets of the industry mm-hmm. so it's helping you better at what you're doing now
1: i think starting in post-production was a great place to be okay i learned a lot and i understand more about production because you know everybody's like when you when you don't do post right what's the first thing people say Fix it in post.
0: Yeah, fix when it they're post. filming,
1: we'll fix it in post. And so I can be like, no, 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 you can't fix that in yeah, post. Yeah, because some people don't even know film. what yes. they talk
0: about fixing post. That's a joke. It's the same. Yeah, but, you're like, but nah, you can't. We can't. You fix can't this. fix
1: everything in post. Right. You gotta film it right. right. So I, I, definitely feel like it helped me. You know, doing independent projects. it helped. Mm-hmm. It helped just kind of working on set and being like, y'all sure y'all wanna. You know, when I was right. a script coordinator and right. I would see certain things on set. Uh, so it was definitely helpful. I met a lot of good friends there. in post-production, them jobs last.
0: Yes, they do. They
1: last so much longer. Yes, they do. Then production, yes. so much longer. Now
0: being out here, I would say this, you know, you said you did get to work with a lot of people of color, some black people out there. How's the transition been here in L.A.? You know, have you noticed a bit? I mean, you gave me that look, you did real talk, you know. Has there been anybody that you've been able to connect to out here? And what what's what do you feel like the industry is is, is training towards okay. as, as we keep moving?
1: At my job, I'm the only black person. Granted, it's only five of us. Yeah. Um. I am still looking for all the avenues because I know there's Black Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm working to find it. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I'll definitely say Color Associates is a group that I just got into. Okay. Um, and they do a lot of great things. Color
0: Associates, that's just based in
1: LA? I think they do have a few things in New York, but not a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's a mainly LA thing and I heard about it when I came out here a couple years ago for an interview that I didn't get. Okay. Um, and so it's a lot of black people in there. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's all black people. It's color associates. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's everybody. Even to get into it, you have to have a job in a certain field. And you like have you to be qualified. Just, yeah, you got to be qualified yeah. to get in. Gotcha. Yeah. And so I just started in that. And you know I just know that they do great events. They put on a lot of events. They do a lot of networking things. They post jobs and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Um, and also, shout out to Human Grad Network, Lena Wave's company. Love them dearly. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've been a part of their network for a long time. And so yeah. they'll post opportunities and events and right. stuff like that. So I'm trying to go out and meet other yeah. people and, yeah, and, and stay connected in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's dope. So, you know, we're not going to keep you all day, but we just want to find out a little bit more. What do you feel like your end goal would be? Right. And then what, if, you know, what is something that you're proud of you're working on now? Where can people find you?
1: So, in Go, I would definitely say to be an executive producer, to be a creative executive, and to be able to take our projects and Mm -hmm. actually get them made. The hardest part about it is we have a lot of content, but it's not getting put on the mainstream. It's not on the big scales. Everybody's like, I'll just do YouTube. I'll just do whatever. And we can be on those bigger levels, but Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of us. There's not a lot of executives that are people of color. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of creative executives. There's not a lot of executive producers who can actually take that and make it into something. Because literally what I'm doing at work is reading scripts and if they like them, they're selling them. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these agents, you know, they don't have a diverse clientele, so we're getting mm-hmm. the same kind of products from the same kind of people. Yeah, you know, and I, and that's everywhere. So you know, my goal is to be able to figure out a way to funnel in more mm-hmm. talent of color, more diverse things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it almost like
0: I feel like you can you know be in at your position now. You know, oh, I can get some black editors. We can get cinematography. You can make this whole thing, mm-hmm. and not just hiring your friends, hiring people who are qualified to yep. do the job. Because yep. I think that's what we miss the mark a lot of times too. We we just want to hire our people, right. but they're not good. They're not qualified, and we're afraid to tell people that it's. Not so I'm just trying to be real. Like, no, you're right. You know, it's got to be good, my you're boy. Right. Just because you're black, I'm not gonna say your work was good. The sound is terrible. The mm-hmm. script makes no sense, and that that just needs to be said. But yeah. yeah, okay. So what what can people find you working on now? I know you did development, reading scripts. What else? What else is going on?
1: Um, I just worked on a short film called Saving Aunt Mimi, actually with one of the young ladies I've met at another job.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and that's this is called be Saving What Again? Saving Aunt Mimi.
0: Saving Aunt Mimi.
1: Okay. Uh, it's a drama about mental health. Okay. And uh, that'll be coming out in March. All right. So, looking forward to that. Otherwise, I'm just trying to figure out what my passion project is going to be for this year, mm-hmm. um, and just putting out more stuff. Otherwise, like, just expect me to be connecting and moving and shaking i'm trying to get people to together and to actually have things happen like if i see a job if i see opportunity if i see somebody who can submit a script Mm -hmm. that's what i'm doing here you go i know they can do this i know they can do that blah 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 and just trying to get people into it because that's Mm -hmm. the biggest part if you when you're in it you're good. Yeah. But a lot of us have a hard time getting into getting it. Getting
0: in it. We don't even know how what way exactly. to get into it. Exactly. Um, I'm going to ask you one more thing before we let you go out mm-hmm. of here. As far as the post-production now here in L.A., mm-hmm. is there any way, is there any place that you know people could look to to get into it if they're trying to get into that? Um, where should they look? Because a lot of times, we're introducing a new concept to people, post-production. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even know what it is, and now that they know, where do they start? So what would you recommend for somebody starting and trying to get in it?
1: Post-production. Here's the crazy thing. Facebook. Yeah. I feel like people are like, oh, I'm never on Facebook. I've got jobs working at Netflix off yeah. of Facebook. Oh. i in production, and post-production, um, stuff like that. So there's a lot of Facebook groups that you mm-hmm. can join mm-hmm. that has these jobs and they're posting them daily. Daily.
0: Um,
1: what else? I mean, staff me up is cool, but I feel like you just kind of need to pay for it to yeah. actually get some stuff. Um, and I would say go to events. Yeah. When I first moved to New York, I didn't know anybody. I signed up for an event and I just went. And I met so many people who helped me get jobs later on. Yeah. So just showing up and being like, oh, this is what I want to do and manifesting. When you don't tell nobody what you want to do, you ain't gonna get the job. I literally told somebody that randomly like, oh, this is what I want to do. And they hit me up like three months later. Oh, did you still want to?
0: Because you know.
1: Because I told them. Yeah. So that is like telling people what you want to do, looking up in unexpected places. Like I said, I got a job from Craigslist. Yeah. Looking in unexpected places, like. I feel like, and also networking across, people always want to be like, let me hit up the president of ABC. They're not about to give me no job. Yeah. The people that are going to give you the job are the PAs who are leaving and they know your their job is open. Yeah. You know, a production assistant, people who are lower who can tell you, like, I'm leaving tomorrow. Right. You need a job tomorrow. Let's get it. Those are the type of people and those are the way to find the jobs. Man,
0: I love you. Y'all don't, y'all don't realize what we just got right here. This is, this is another TED Talk with the one and only, with the one and only. Now, <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you, social media, okay. anything where you want them to hit you up, follow you, all that fun stuff.
1: Um, look me up. I'm on Instagram, produced by Ash, two H's. Uh, Facebook, I'm just Ashley Liggins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, add me on there. I put people into a lot of different groups, like yeah. private groups that yeah. have uh, job postings. Um, but that's about it. I'm around, hit me up, I respond. I'm on LinkedIn.
0: Hey. Y'all heard her. She said she out here. I'm out here. out here. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you again so much, Asli, for being here. Thank you for having me Hampton too. University in the building. We mm-hmm. out here, girl. The illustrious. Yes, that's the illustrious. <laughs> you know, standard of excellence. I'm sorry, I'm going to get off that. Uh, that's the one i right now. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to Post Black. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to Post Black. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Post Black. And to see exclusive footage from our interviews, make sure you check out our YouTube channel at Made For More Entertainment. In the meantime, make sure you tip your bartenders, feed your actors, and always salute your post crew. Peace.